0: Con Job is back at you with a special midweek episode. This time we have Miss Lauren Dabb, the Director of Marketing from Leftfield Media, the company that hosts AwesomeCon, which is gonna be happening this coming weekend in Washington DC. We're gonna be doing a little preview, talking about ticket sales, guests, booking of guests and all things like that. Enjoy. Without further ado, Lauren, welcome back to the show. So tell us a little bit about how things are going now since the last time we spoke to you.
1: Uh, Yeah. So, um, well, we're what, two, three days away from AwesomeCon. So uh, we're back to having live events, which is great. You were really excited about that. We've, you know, got a really strong lineup this year. The whole team's excited to get back. We've got, you know, people are coming. Um, So I I think that's, you know the biggest thing that's happened since we've last talked
2: you guys' guest list is freaking phenomenal
1: <laughs> i'm glad you think that we're, I, we're pretty excited about it
2: yeah i mean michael j fox
1: yeah. that's all i'm gonna
2: say is yeah. michael j freaking fox
1: <laughs> yeah that that one's uh pretty cool i mean we tried as best we could to hit on a lot of different fandoms this year um you know, and listen, like the fact that Michael J. Fox and Christopher Lloyd are coming, we're super excited about that. Super, super grateful that they were able to reschedule with us. Um, but you know, we've got Carl Weathers and Giancarlo Esposito and Christina Ricci and William Shatner and George K. I mean, it's it's we're all very very excited about um, everybody that that's coming out.
2: Yeah, yeah. You guys have got George and William, William yes, Shatner. We do. are they because i you know there's the the weird history with them are they doing any panels together at all have you guys like been able to convince them to do anything together
1: um i think i think they're each doing their own panel
0: gotcha gotcha i want to see them together so bad and napoleon dynamite too and napoleon
1: dynamite that's actually i'm super excited about that
0: yeah Um, gosh
1: yeah that was like one of my favorite movies yeah, so. exactly.
0: I mean, who has <laughs> seen it and been like, "Oh, that's terrible. I can't think of any." I, I, if you are, I, if you have, I saw the friends. That was terrible. Yeah, we're yeah. friends. We we're
1: cannot be friends. friends. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um. So speaking about the guests, then, how have did you have a difficult time with, you know, rebooking people from last year to this year? I mean, you don't have to give any names. I mean, were were there any? That, that just refused to come because of how things are or anybody that kind of backed out last minute? Again, you don't have to give names unless, unless you want to, <laughs> which is fine. But, I mean, was 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 any of that going on?
1: Um, You know, it, obviously, it's everybody's own comfort level. Um, we Everybody that we had booked, um, if we had to cancel them, it was for a scheduling conflict. So, like, the boys were originally booked, but they're filming. So that's a really great reason um, for why they – they weren't able to come anymore. Um, But, you know, of course, there were some that weren't ready to come back. Um, You know, they didn't feel comfortable yet. Um, And, you know, we're just grateful and feel pretty lucky that uh, the guest lineup that we went out with, you know, within the last few months has really stayed pretty solid. Um, Yeah. And, you know, I will say, like, on site it'll be very much up to each individual guest and kind of how they're feeling in the moment about how they want to interact with the fans and if they require masks and that type of thing but i think that's totally fair you know everybody everybody has their own comfort level and so we're just being respectful of that um you know honestly i think the fans um can you know will be respectful of that as well everybody everything we've heard is just that everybody's just really excited to be getting back to live Mm -hmm. events so
0: and I can tell you from, from having done a few, uh, you know, in the past couple of months that that's true. Everybody's just so excited to be there. And there yeah. are some guests that, you know, put the plexiglass up, some that yep. don't, and yep. you know, some are, I've even seen some that are given hugs and high fives and some that are just given, you know, fist bumps through the glass, you know, exactly. so, and everybody just kind of follows how they're supposed to be, which has been great. So,
1: yep. Yeah.
0: Now, it, was there anything put in
2: place? You know, by by the city, for you guys, as far as you know, capacity limits or you know aisle aisle restrictions or anything like that.
1: Um, you know, so I mean, we started planning Awesome Con like last fall for no, I don't. Sometime last winter, I think we moved from from May to. Sometime August. during
0: COVID, you could say that it gives you a, long, um, a good range.
1: Yeah, right, right. Um, but so things have changed so much here and there and you know lately it feels like things are kind of changing on a weekly basis so um at the beginning there were some restrictions like um our, the width of our aisles which we did right from the beginning and so we've kept that even though um, it might not necessarily be a requirement at this point um mask mandate we are mask required but that kind of also went from not actually being required in our decision to now it's back being required by the the um the venue so everything's kind of fluctuated um so i'd say the big thing is just the mask mandate which is obviously like the venue is required to do that now right um and i think Though that's kind of the only thing that they've, you know, told us we had to do, which we were doing anyway.
2: So with with that mask mandate, have you guys seen, um, because I know we've seen it in some other events. Have you seen vendor cancellations because of that?
1: Because of the the mask mandate? Um, Yes. No, we haven't actually.
2: Okay. That's great.
0: Nope.
1: Nope. Yeah. And, you know, um, we were kind of lucky because Oticon ran two weeks ago at the Walter E. Washington Convention Center. So it was nice. We had a couple of staff that went and it was nice to see how it ran, how people followed the mask mandate, how vendors felt, you know, it gave us a lot of confidence going into this weekend. Um, And overall what we heard from our staff that went is that people kept their masks on and, you know, vendors were really happy with how things went. So like that was a good test run for us to, have Oticon run a couple weeks before. So
0: do you know if go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Uh, I was just gonna say, do you know if there will be people on the floor walking around that are like policing it or is it just kinda people at the doors or, or just I guess everybody policing yeah. it themselves?
1: Yeah. So um the convention center actually did install some new technology and part of that is at the entrance they have like this scanning technology that will identify if somebody doesn't have a face covering on um, and they they follow the CDC policy for face covering so if anybody's ever curious what that is that's where they can find information um, but out you know once you pass that entrance point i think it will be definitely like self-regulated but our staff will be you know just Wherever we are, you know, we have staff all over the the venue. So, um, right. If we see people who aren't who aren't covering their nose and their mouth with a mask, we will say something. Um, and then we have designated eating areas. So, obviously, in those areas, when you're sitting with your group at a table, you can take your mask off and eat. Um, but you know, we are we are going to be definitely. Um, making sure that people are following that.
0: And I can tell you from the one we did this past weekend, um, it, it people were very good about keeping it on. I don't think, you know, Alexa, and I mentioned it on our review pod for Megacon that I, less, I'd say less than a handful for that. I saw maybe three people had it off. Like everybody. And, and was I didn't, pretty-
2: I didn't talk about my, my interaction with the one person that came to my booth that didn't have a mask on, but I refused to service them. I actually, I just flat out said, if you, if you don't put on a mask, I'm not going to, I'm not going to sell you these pieces. Yeah. And he looked at me like I was insane. And everybody <laughs> at the booth was like, Oh gosh, damn, you just did that. And he didn't want to put on a mask. So he didn't, uh, didn't leave with my product.
0: Yeah. No glass for you.
2: Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. traded sir.
0: And okay. So next I guess would be, uh, ticket sales, how are ticket sales looking? And have you seen any kind of uh, anything, you know, change since, you know, the Delta variant has started getting, you know, popping up Mm -hmm. more and more, anything like that?
1: Um, you know, so ticket sales have been great. And when we kind of started looking at our ticket sales from the very beginning, we expected that there was going to be like a natural, um, reduction in what our normal, normal years are. And so, um, We have seen that um, a little bit. And the other piece of it, though, is that um, from research that we've been reading just, you know, across the industry, other events happening, we're we're hearing and finding out that a lot of people are waiting for that walk up moment just because they kind of want to see what's going on with the world. They don't want to make a decision too soon. So um, walk up is we're preparing for a big walk-up and you know AwesomeCon normally has a pretty big walk-up and on-site sales but even Otacon kind of gave us the heads up like this was much more than we expected it would be Um, so you know I think it's definitely been an interesting year like watching ticket sales it's hard to kind of compare because you're comparing back to a year that didn't have COVID um, you know and but for what we expected for this year, having that little bit of a reduction, um, it it's definitely stayed above where we thought it would be, um, so that's been good. And again, we still have that that walk up to look forward to. Um, we are trying to encourage people to buy online in advance, just because you know we we want to keep those lines as small as possible and keep people from kind of gathering in one area as much as possible. Um, but it's it's you you can't completely avoid it. Um, unfortunately, you know, especially with people wanting to wait to see what's going on, like you you have to offer those on site pickups and those on site sales. So but overall, you know, we're we're happy with what we've been seeing in terms of ticket sales.
2: Is, go ahead, Ryan.
0: No, no, go ahead. I was go ahead.
2: Oh no, I was just gonna say that's uh I mean that's it, it's good to hear that you know that Oticon had that uh, that bump with the uh, the walkups just because you know it I have talked to several promoters over the the past couple of weeks and they're they're a little nervous about their online sales yeah. because you know there's uh you know there's there is a reduction there is you know there is a, a I guess kind of a pause with how people are wanting to you know to kind of see what's going on and even see yep. if the event's going to get canceled
1: yep. because mm-hmm. I know
2: You know, up until, uh, gosh, up until Tuesday, I think for for MegaCon, I was seeing people, you know, saying, "Why is this event going to cancel?" Because there was a medical, uh, you know, a medical uh, um, convention that canceled last week, and it's the same, you know, it's the same time frame, and blah 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 blah. So, you know, people, I I think people are being super cautious, which is good, but it's also terrifying because as Mm -hmm. as a promoter, as a vendor, (laughs) you're like, no, 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 please come, please come.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, it makes sense too, you know. And I think a, a lot of fans want to wait and make sure that you know the gap guests are canceling. Um, you know, they want to make sure that they're well enough to attend. Like, so it, it in my mind, it totally makes sense. Like, if I'm thinking about events I'm going to, if I can wait, I probably will too. So, um, you know, so we're just preparing for that that walk up. <laughs> so.
0: And what about the the vendor? Well, first you said there is no cap in the in the attendance, right? Like, yeah. So, are you has there been any vendors? I, I, know, I know we kind of briefly mentioned it earlier. Has there been any vendors that that are pulling out because of any of this stuff that's going on? Or,
1: no, um, you know, I think if anybody who was planning to t- attend in 2020 and wasn't able to come in 2021, it was um, a lot of staffing. So, like, they didn't have enough staff to come because they just haven't ramped back up or, um, you know, they didn't feel comfortable asking their staff to attend. So, that's kind of been what we've seen. But, you know, overall, there has not been that many vendors that that have um, had to cancel, cancel or shift. A lot of vendors have been able to shift their... Um, their their booth to like sponsorships versus you know not having a presence at all which i think Uh is great um but it's it you know they it hasn't been because of attendee numbers and it hasn't um they can been because of masks or anything like that i think it's really been just staffing and i think everybody kind of across the country is seeing that you know we're seeing that in lots of different ways, you know, even in our own crew, like we've seen a lot of cancellations and not being able to come. Um, so, so that, you know, again, that makes sense to me.
2: Now, something, something kind of crazy, we're gonna, I'm gonna shift gears real quick. Um, something kind of crazy happened in the industry today. Um, we're talking about this on Wiz today, Tuesday night. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, and, you know, Read Pop. Um, New York Comic Con, C2E2. They're now requiring um, they're requiring either proof of vaccination or a negative COVID test to attend the event. Yeah, is this something that you guys are kind of keeping in the back of your minds to possibly look at for some of the events going forward?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. So um it's it's been really interesting. Like we ha- we have four different events, and every market is a little bit different. Um, so with us and listen, like I said things are changing on a weekly basis Uh, making everybody show proof of vaccination today for an event on this weekend would be impossible, right? Like that's a little crazy, but that doesn't mean that um, in some of our other markets, we aren't like constantly paying attention to what's going on. And, you know, the fact that Emerald city did that, obviously we have Rose city coming up in a couple of weeks. So, um, you know, we'll definitely be paying attention to all those things. We did announce, for one of our events, Anime NYC, that we're requiring proof of vaccination. And that actually is all driven by New York City um, and the Javits Center. So again, it, it kind of depends on each market and what e- each venue is requiring of you. We we wanna be able to be at the fullest capacity we can. So if that's what is necessary for us to be able to do that at the Javits Center, for example, then you know we will we'll require of vaccination right Um, so be it yeah and when we made the decision uh for awesome con to stick with the mask mandate and not require proof of vaccination you know we obviously had a date in mind where if we were going to implement a vaccine proof of vaccines like we had to make that decision and we weren't at the point that we are now um and so that's the decision we made and after you kind of get past that point it becomes a little bit of like a logistical and operational nightmare um but what we did do because we do support vaccinating um we have a vaccine incentive so anybody who brings a proof of their vaccination to um it's our merch booth they'll get like this exclusive uh awesome con bot hero pin so you know that's pretty cool We're still supporting it and, you know, obviously paying attention and all the markets we're in, but for AwesomeCon, you know, it's, we, we definitely cannot make that change today.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I've noticed that the ones that have been, that are requiring it are a little further out. So it gives people who like, let's say I don't have it today. I could go, you know, I could go get it with enough time to still be able to attend, which is, yeah. Yeah. You don't want to pigeonhole some of those people.
1: Right. Exactly.
0: I think the thing that, uh,
2: that has made me nervous about these, you know, the required either vaccination or proof of a negative test is that I've already heard in the vendor community, the vendors that are like absolutely against vaccines saying, Oh yeah, I'm just going to buy i I'm going to buy the, you know, the fake vaccine cards for my teams.
0: Well, you knew that was going to come. I mean, that's like anything else. There's people are always going to find a, Try to find a way around everything. Unfortunately. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, I guess the least they can do is require the masks to, you know, to help help spread or help spread help keep the spread. <laughs> help from, stop uh, the spread. Yeah, from yeah. from getting out. So, um, yep. let's just take one quick break. All right, we're back. Um, so, how overall has your job changed? during during this whole fiasco.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, it's been uh, quite a challenge for an event planner. That's, and... that's what I'm guessing, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, right when COVID started, it was a quick shift to how do we go virtual? How do we support our fans? How do we, you know, it was, we were fairly close to the beginning of COVID. Our show was in May and, you know, this all went down at the end of March. Um, so immediately we wanted to support our community and, um, figure out how to do that digitally because that's not what our business is. Our business is live events. Um, so right then and there, like the way that my job kind of shifted was, uh, just figuring out how do we do something like this virtually? Um, and how do we connect with our fans and how do we, what is it that they want digitally and virtually? And, um, So that was one change, and then I think probably the one thing that's come out of COVID in terms of my job and maybe just like my professional and personal growth is just having patience. And you know, I'm I'm the type of person that wants to know what's going to happen. And there were so many times where I called Kelly, our president, and I was like, "Well, what do you think is going to happen?" And she, you know, she just have to keep telling me i don't know <laughs> um and for an event planner that's really tough and you know i think our whole team has just gotten so much better about like okay we got to go with the flow like we might have to change things and you know we're all going to be okay with that and we're all going to adjust we're all going to help each other out um and i i think everybody kind of on my team has had to adjust to that um you know and and really kind of change the way that we think as event planners. And so that's, that's probably been the biggest change. Um, You know, there's, there's a lot of moving pieces and, um, you know, um, so, so it's been, it's been, it's been an interesting year and a half. I am very excited to just be there and get it done. You know, we're doing four events in like four or five months, which we normally do across an entire year. So we're all kind of like, okay, like once we're done with AwesomeCon, like we've done a quarter of our events, like we did this finally, you know? Um, so, so yeah, so it's been super, super challenging for sure.
0: Do you, do you attend all of those events or do you, once it, yeah. they're set? Oh, you do. Okay. Yes, so you're actually I do. In.
1: Yeah. Yep. So we'll, we've got, you know, we're all kind of, getting ready and heading out to AwesomeCon. Some of us got there tonight. Some of us like I'll get there tomorrow night. Um and then the rest of the crew gets there Thursday. Um so yeah, so we're all I think I'm guessing everybody's probably packing tonight.
2: (laughs) (laughs) What's the uh what's that fourth event that you guys are running?
1: Um so we are launching Anime Frontier in Fort Worth, Texas. Um at the Fort Worth Convention Center. Okay. Yeah.
2: Gotcha. That's uh, that's kind of exciting. When is that going to happen?
1: So that is December 3rd through the 5th. Um, and it's, you know, I don't know if you guys have been to Anime NYC, but obviously um, we're coming to Fort Worth with kind of the same design of an anime convention and um, working with Japanese guests and Japanese publishers. And um, we've been to Fort Worth a few times. It's I, I really, really love Fort Worth, Dallas, and the people there are just so great. The amount of anime fans that live in Texas is just, like, impressive. I can't even believe it. Every time I go, I'm just like, everybody knows what anime is. Like, this is absolutely well, amazing.
2: There's um, such a huge voice actor base are, there in, yes. in Texas.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's just... Um, Every time we go we feel really really good. we're super excited to be there. everybody's super excited for us to um, to bring an event there so that's you know that'll that'll be our last mm-hmm. event of the year and I think it'll be a really fun one so
0: it's a little bit before Christmas so you get to wind down.
1: Yeah oh yeah I'm, <laughs> I'm guessing everybody on my team will not be working after December 5th. <laughs>
0: i i really wish
2: that i didn't have to work after december 5th but <laughs> sadly that's like the second season for for all of us because we're yeah. uh we're buried in you know thanksgiving yep. you know and christmas orders so oh, which yeah. is which is what's going to make this year a little tricky once uh once we get into the november december months because there's still a lot of conventions
1: that yeah. yeah
0: we've yeah, talked are. about it a bunch with the log jam it's like everybody Everybody jammed them up between you know now and the end of the year, so right, it's both right. good and bad. <laughs>
1: yeah, and a lo- you know a lot of that is like we we had to go by the av- availability of the, the right. convention centers too.
0: Right. Exactly. So.
1: And also so, try not to be on each other's dates.
0: Yeah, and that's a, that's that's the part that's kind of impossible at this point because yeah. there's only so many dates out there.
2: Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So now, with, with all that being said, you know, what's next year looking like? Is, you know, is your calendar going to go back to something that's a little bit more, you know, typical?
1: Yep. Yeah. So AwesomeCon, um, we'll go back to its like late spring, early summer time frame. And then Rose City, actually we stayed on our normal dates this year. Same with Anime NYC. So those will stay the same dates next year. And then, you know, depending on, how anime frontier does in december we'll probably try to keep it in that time frame um so far the feedback we've gotten on that has been good um so you know awesome con is really the one that that we had to move later in the year and we'll we'll take that back to its normal season gotcha Yeah, that's
2: exciting because i i know uh you know we're we're looking at calendars right now and you know it's it's kind of a logjam already there there's you know four or five different shows that have either dates that are on top of each other or dates that are you know within a week or two weeks of each other where you know some vendors are going to be literally crisscrossing the country like they are this year
1: yeah yep totally
2: and i know my van is going to need a uh, a (laughs) transmission service and (laughs) probably uh, a whole bunch of uh, oil changes
1: (laughs)
0: just rotate the tires it'd be fine (laughs) Yeah, well,
1: (laughs) busy year for sure.
0: Um, all right, you have any anything else? No, I think uh, I think
2: we covered it. I uh, I know you know a lot of people are excited about the show this weekend. They're excited to get out and actually do something. So I anticipate that uh, that you guys are going to have a wildly successful weekend. Yeah,
1: I thank you, and I I really hope so. And I you know I feel very good about it. Um, you know I think overall we're just excited to get the fans back together and the vendors and be able to support our community again. I mean, that, it was tough on everybody in this industry. So, um, you know, just getting back together and celebrating what we all love. That's our, that's our goal.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we just want to say thanks for, for keeping at it and giving us something to look forward to. That's for sure.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: All right. Well, uh, Everybody, that's all we have for, with Lauren for this week. And um, actually, Lauren, do you have anything else you wanna you wanna add before we before we get going?
1: No, just you know, we're looking forward to seeing any, everyone. Um, if you are curious about anything going on with AwesomeCon, it's awesomecon.com. Um, our other shows are Rose City Comic Con, Anime NYC, and Anime Frontier. Um, you can Google us, um, you know, find us on social media. But we're super excited to see everybody.
0: All right. Well, thanks again for tuning in, everybody, and we will uh, catch you guys next week.